0: Sales is the most lucrative skill in the world, period. The problem is most sales advice out there today is outdated, cheesy, and could even keep you from the deals that can make all the difference in your career. This is the OBS no Sales School, a podcast for entrepreneurs and salespeople who wanna master the skill of selling without all the BS. Welcome to the OBS Sales School Podcast. I'm your host, Walker McKay. What want to deconstruct a coaching call that I had with a client of mine last week and see if we can bring some things out that may be relevant to you in your situation. First time I've done something like this, so we'll see how it goes. Maybe it's a disaster, but let's just try and see. So this is my friend, Ann. She lives on the West Coast. She's highly creative, very, very smart. And she has been very successful at helping companies create a social media brand. That's her thing and she's great at it. And she called me on Friday and said, "Can you help me with a breakup email or a breakup phone call that I need to make to this client that I just, you know, I just don't think they're going to be the right fit. Here's something you need to know. The problem, this is what Walker's saying to you out there. The problem your prospect brings you, the problem my client brings me." Is never the real problem. It's never the real problem. I'm like, Ann, why do you need a breakup email? She said, Well, we gave this person, you know, we went through this whole sales process and we gave this person a proposal for $100,000 for this thing. And they said, Well, they didn't want to spend that much. We just need to focus on a small part of that for $30,000. And so we agreed to do that, and then they said, and they want a guarantee, and they want to break it up over a couple of months, and they want the right to cancel at any time. I was like, okay. And she said, I just don't want to do that. That's, that's too much back of my work. I said, I understand. I said, what was their pain? And she laughed, and she said, people don't really have pain for this stuff. It's mostly ego. Now, wait a damn minute. If you don't think ego is pain, you're missing the boat really, what are we doing here? What are you doing here? I said, pain is an emotional, compelling reason why somebody would make a change. I said, when you took them through the pain test, what did they say? What did you learn? She goes, well, I didn't really fully do that. I said, of course not, right? And she said, but they're just a pain in the ass. I said, you know the reason why they're a pain in the ass, right, Anne? And she said, no, what? And I said, because you didn't find their real pain and therefore they're not sure, they're not convinced that you're the right one to help them. Now, a lot of this is subconscious thought. Until you get somebody to share their pain, their personal compelling reason why they have to make a change, until that comes out of their mouth, you don't have anything, right? It's when through the questions you ask, the processes you follow, that they can admit that problem has consequences and the consequences of the pain, right? Or the personal impacts of it. Or the personal impacts of the consequences, right? That's the conversation. She got to the point where the problem was they thought they wanted a social media brand or a better one. And she said, really, they're just competing with other people, meaning that he looks around the landscape and sees other people that he believes have a better social media brand than him. And so therefore, he wants to spend money on it. And I said, there's not a real problem with that. I said, I get that. And I said, there's nothing wrong with him wanting that. And if you say it's his ego, well, listen, egos have personal compelling reasons, right? An ego is a personal compelling reason to change something. And I said, here's what I want you to do. Call him, right? Leave him a voice message because he won't answer his phone and say, hadn't heard back from you. I'm going to go ahead and close your file. Appreciate your calling. So there's that. I said, but you know, he's going to call you back, right? She said, yeah, I know. And I said, what are you going to do then? She goes, I'm struggling with that. I said, okay, here's what you do. You say, do you mind? If he says, no, 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 I want to work with you. Say, do you mind if we start over then? I'm not sure that I really got to the bottom of the problem last time. And he'll probably say, sure. Then I want you to be your most warm yet skeptical self. And here's what I want you to do. Say to your prospect, tell me something. Why in the hell do you think you need a new social media brand? What were you hoping that would do for you? Here's the thing, it's gonna be super expensive. I mean, you could spend $100,000, $150,000 to hire us to do this social media brand. How in the world would you justify spending that kind of money? Right? Let him tell us. Does he, can he justify it somehow? Because if he can't, there's no reason to continue. And then you say, here's the harder part. There's no guarantee you'll get any return on investment for this. There are no guarantees. It may not work and you may not realize. And here's the other thing. You may not realize that it's working for six to 12 months after our engagement's over. How in the world can you justify that? And she's like, holy shit, I missed it. You're exactly right. If you go in and somebody says, oh, I think I need social media, blah, 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 brand. And you say, okay, great, that's what we do. Let me tell you how we'll do that. We'll send you a proposal. Yeah, you just put the whole thing up. You got to get to the real reason why they want to do it and then tell them all the reasons why it's a bad idea. May not make that big of a difference. It's super expensive. You may get zero return on investment, or if you do, it may not be till six to 12 months after you finish working with us. How can you possibly justify that? See, these are things they're already thinking of anyway, Are they going to come up in their thought process. Why the hell would you not bring it up? Be absolutely straight up with people. Be skeptical that they really need what you have because your best sale is going to come when they say, I know it may not work. I know it may take six to 12 months, but we have to have this for whatever personal reason that person wants to have that if they have a compelling personal reason to make a change, the real way you'll get them to tell you that is they gotta defend their position. And we need to stop effing selling. We need to be disqualifying our prospects. If you can begin to think about this as a disqualification process, think about instead of trying to sell them something, disqualify your prospects make it hard for them to buy. Walker, that's ridiculous. Why would you say that? Well, if you're not doing that, if they're just asking for something, you give them a proposal, what's your percentage that you're closing? If it's higher than about 45, 50%, it either means you're not in front of enough new people or you're not charging enough money. So don't be bragging about your 80% close ratio. How many people do you send a proposal to that they don't buy? Chances are It's a lot, even if you're closing 40%, 60% or not. If you want it to stick, if you want people to follow your instructions, to actually be a good client for you, they need to be able, they need to tell you, I don't know how to do this on my own. I'm going to pay you to do it. And this is how it needs to work. And you can say, look, if we're going to do this, you got to do it my way. You got to do it my way until somebody's admitted pain. And they've said it out loud out of their mouth, personal, compelling reasons why they have to change. And that they realize there are these things that they can't control. And they realize there are things that they know is going to be expensive. And they know it's going to be a pain in the butt. Right? Till they've said that out loud, that's when they say to you, tell me how to do this. Tell me how to do it. Until they're the ones that are saying, I've got to fix this. This is important. I know that there are problems with this. That's when they'll say to you, Tell me how to do this. That's when they become great clients and they'll follow your way. I'm walking okay with no BS sales. Who else do you know that needs to hear this? To be more skeptical, to make your prospects explain to you why they really need your help, even though they know there are going to be problems. It will make your selling life a whole lot more fun. You'll make a hell of a lot more money. If you want to learn how to do this more than just listen to podcasts pick up the phone and call me 803-917-2817 email me walker at walkermarcade.com let's have a conversation new year's coming up if you want different results and you're doing the same thing maybe it's working for you if it's not we probably ought to talk thanks for listening thanks for listening to the no bs sales school podcast if you're struggling to close deals then I want to invite you to take my free mini course where you'll learn the seven most expensive sales mistakes that will cost you time, money, and credibility. So be sure to click the link in the show notes or go to www.7salesmistakes.com. That's the number 7salesmistakes.com. Thanks again for listening to the No BS Sales School Podcast.